Jackson Swain touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give it to his house and a red flag. Swainvent, Swainvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. It is Wednesday, October the 20th, 2021. We are live here from the Low T Center studio. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, taking you from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can download the free Swainvent app for Android, Apple devices. We encourage you to go and subscribe to our YouTube page, Swain Event, part of our Swain Event TV Family, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. You can view the show. And uh, here we are. Ben. <laughs> Good morning, man. Good morning. Happy Grizzlies opening night. I know you are thrilled to watch John Morant begin his MVP season. The Grizzlies to begin their 82 and 0 season, 16 and 0 in the playoffs, win their first NBA title. Jaron Jackson win most improved player, so on, so forth. I know you're thrilled. Yeah, actually, my my, my daughter is becoming a Memphis Grizzlies fan. Yes. Um, Shout out to, to to Unk. I'm sure he's helping. Yep, yep, yep. Her uncle, my brother, lives lives in uh, Cordova. Um, had Jerome Carvin on Tennessee Prime yesterday, and he went to Cordova High School. He's from Memphis, and so you know had that connection last night there at Gus's Fried Chicken. What up, man? You already know. You already know. Um, she wants to go to a Memphis Grizzlies game. Yes. So yes, who knows? We'll see. We'll, yes. we'll see what happens, man. Yes, we'll see what happens. Yes, I'm buying her a John Morant jersey for Christmas. Forget Steph. He he's old news. He's old. He's washed. In with the new. Man, I am curious. You you, you said it. You better make sure she don't hear it because she's gonna hold you to it. <laughs> hey, baby, you want to check out a podcast? The first five minutes of the show. I think Ben has a message for you. <laughs> hey, all I know is my mom will take care of her. No, that this, is right. This, this, this Christmas, Miss, so. Miss Anita will take care of Ariana. That's for sure, man. I am. I am curious. 
we won't spend a ton of time on it, obviously. But I, I wonder if Vol fans are, are more interested in the NBA going into the season because you have a couple more guys in the league. Jaden Springer with the, the Sixers, Keon Johnson with the Clippers, Admiral, Jordan Bone, they're hanging around. Ponds, Eve Ponds with the with the Grizzlies. Uh, I, 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 I'm curious if, if Tennessee fans are more yes. interested in the NBA. Yes. I, I know it's not a dramatic difference, but hey, shoot us a, a message on the text box or, or tweet at us if you are. They will be, just like fans that don't really care for women's basketball or WNBA, excuse me, they're all on Candace Parker winning her second championship in the NBA, going back home and winning it for the Chicago Sky. They may not be WNBA fans, but they're Candace Parker's fans. Candace Parker's fans, and they're going to be the same way, I think, for Jaden and Keon and Pons, three guys that were at Tennessee last year now in the NBA. You know what I don't like about this week, Swain? Jeremy Pruitt? Yes, and his alma mater. It's the fourth Saturday MTSU. in October. Well, he, remember, he transferred. Remember, he's a big big proponent of the transfer portal. He, he completely understands why kids transfer because he did it himself from MTSU to the Bama Turds. I hate that this week does not feel like the third Saturday in October. I, and I, a moment ago, I said fourth Saturday in October because this year it's being played on the fourth Saturday of of October. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't keep up with the days. Second, One, two, three, ninth, sixteenth, twenty third. I didn't know that until Tennessee football tweeted tweeted that out earlier this week because it it said something like "Happy Third Saturday in October." Week, and then in parentheses next to third, it said actually fourth. Um, that's the only way I knew as well, Swain. So don't feel feel too bad. But I hate that we can't appreciate this week for what it should be. But that's because we've been getting our butts whooped for the last decade or so. I know. I mean, that's even, part of it. E- even in the games, mostly of it, that Tennessee has played Bama close or, or showed some signs of life. I think of the 14 Tennessee-Alabama game in which it was played in Neyland Stadium, and that was kind of Josh Dobbs filling in for Justin Worley. And Bama got out to two, three-touchdown lead in that first half, but Dobbs was able to make a couple things happen late in that first half to to make it somewhat close going into halftime, at least extending the game a, a little bit further in terms of closeness. So... That game, and then obviously the 15 game where Tennessee had a chance to win very late in the fourth quarter, and I was at that game in Tuscaloosa, Sorry. sitting way up in the way up in the stands, up high. I, I could, I mean, I thought I was almost in space. I was so high up in the stadium. Don't worry, man. I think if you bring some mustard bottles this week, uh, I think they'll land in the right place if you. If you throw it hard enough, you got a nice baseball arm. I do have a nice arm, and I played third, third and shortstop. Oh yeah, and perfect, pitched. man. So I, you know what? I think this is a good idea. I'll bring a a golf ball and Josh Heupel. I apologize in advance for the golf ball that you are going to be hit with, but we need to make Alabama look as bad as people are making us look just, from this past week. You should start it. You should so start. I'm, I'm going to bring a, a golf ball, 
uh, a bottle of I, I'm gonna do something different than honey mustard. I'm gonna do like uh, it was just regular mustard. Yeah, I prefer honey mustard, so that's why I said honey mustard. Do you have a preference in mustard? You know, you got spicy mustard, golden mustard, honey mustard, just, regular mustard. Just regular, man. Just regular. We, I need something. What I need like a like a pickle jar. Dang, man. We're trying to make it worse. Trying to make somebody go to sleep. Now, look, Josh. You want to go night-night? I'm sorry, <laughs> but we, we got to make things even from this past weekend. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. But I, 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 I hate that we haven't been able to enjoy what the third Saturday in October should be for the last several years. Even, even the 15 game where Tennessee got the ball – after Bama scored that touchdown to go ahead under like two minutes, and Tennessee had a chance to drive down the field and, and win that game. And I was getting, when I was talking about me sitting in the stands, I was getting to the point that Bama fans were quiet that, that afternoon in, in Bryant-Denny. They thought they were about to lose that game. Uh, so aside from that game, there hasn't been much to be happy about, obviously. But even leading into that game, there wasn't a ton of hope. That that Tennessee was going to necessarily pull off the upset, and and as long as I've been doing this, Wayne, as as long as I've been like truly keeping up with with Tennessee football, I've al- always kept up with it. it. It's a family thing. So as a kid, kid, like I, I was aware of Tennessee football, but you just there's a different level of closeness you pay attention with. I mean, and and I started. Like super paying attention to Tennessee football, like oh eight oh nine. I mean, the the Lane Kiffin game with with Mount Cody and fifteen are like the only two close games that I've gotten. And and I, I don't remember what it was like going into that oh nine game with Lane. I don't I don't remember if there was a ton of hype, ton of excitement, ton of positive feelings that Tennessee could could win that game. I mean, there was there was the. Because um, Bama was thought, really good that year, right? The thought of yeah, they won the national championship. The thought of um, you know upset that team. I mean, we had only lost to them two years before the '09 season. So I mean, you still had people that was uh, optimistic about pulling off the the upset. And Tennessee was playing a whole lot better than they did at the beginning of the season. So uh, it's. This is a lot different than it is now. I, I mean, just hate that we can't enjoy this week for what it what what it should be. Can't enjoy this game for what it is and what it should be. Well, we can't enjoy this game the way you're supposed to because out of all weeks, this week was the week that the lawyer for former Tennessee football coach Jeremy Pruitt. Issued an ultimatum that either a settlement is reached with his client by October 29th or face a lawsuit that the lawyer claims has the potential to cripple UT's athletic programs for years, as according to Knox News. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, Ben? Your takes. That and. Jeremy Pruitt's BS. No, that's not funny. That's kind of sad. But what's funny is, Ben, you've been going to press conferences. You've been doing the the capital J journalism type of work. Trying to. 
Have you ever seen Pruitt talk to the author of this article before? Has Pruitt ever, ever given these media guys the time of day when he was here? No, and if you were referring to Blake Topmeyer, he sure as heck never gave Blake the time of day. And, never. In, in, in fact, to take it a step further, Pruitt was extremely disrespectful to Blake oh. publicly in post-game press conferences, Monday press conferences, several times throughout his tenure. Oh, man. Just da- was talking down on him mm-hmm. about his lack of knowledge on football. I mean, oh, it was it – was, I mean, at the time it was kind of funny, but, like, he didn't give Blake Topmar the time of day. If Pruitt gave anybody the time of day, it would be guys that could help him. It would be more the the recruiting sites that he actually gave time of day to. I told you guys, I've met him for probably 10 seconds. And it wasn't all that pleasant. We had him on the show. We, you know, That was about it. That's the only time I talked to him. But I, I found it funny when I saw this article. I was like, dang. Pruitt sure do need the media now. <laughs> he sure do need Black Topmar now. He sure need Knox News now. Because he sure didn't need him when he was a coach. Weird that uh, he didn't go to Chris Lowe for this one. Man. found that very ironic also that this has dropped the week of the Alabama game. Found that ironic. <laughs> They're definitely mentioning the, mentioning this on the broadcast, aren't they? Who, who's on the broadcast this week? What are we? Yes, are we? Oh, Greg oh. McElroy. <laughs> it hit me as soon as I asked. Uh, Greg McElroy. Greg, Greg McElroy, who will, who will be on his high horse about this past weekend. I, I can guarantee you. I, I've heard him speak on, on the matter, and he he was going all in on Tennessee. Not saying that Tennessee wasn't wrong for the actions of a few, but he is on his high horse. So I'm just warning you now, go ahead and prepare yourself because you are going to hate the broadcast. Either plan on watching with the TV muted or figure out how you sync up the, the radio broadcast to the TV because you're not going to want to listen to the actual broadcast. I can promise you. The university intends to stand its ground with no plans to settle, promising a vigorous defense if Pruitt chooses to go to court. A, a lawsuit is certainty uh, is a certainty if there there is no settlement," said Michael Lyons, who is the attorney for Jeremy Pruitt. On behalf of my client, I can tell you that he's not happy that this is the only choice they've left him with. But he's not going to walk away without getting his day in court. Um, okay, he's going to file a lawsuit. They're not leaving him much choice. Okay, uh, to January eighteenth, Tennessee fire Pruitt for calls saying it had uncovered evidence that members of Pruitt's football staff engaged in conduct likely to result in serious NCAA rules violations, and Pruitt failed to monitor their actions or promote. An atmosphere of compliance. Because UT fired Pruitt for calls, he did not receive any of his $12.6 million buyout that was part of his contract. Lyons' letter made no attempt to defend Pruitt. No attempt at all to defend Pruitt. 
but instead threatened a lawsuit that would aim to embarrass the university and unmask widespread rule-breaking behavior lines alleges extended above and beyond Pruitt's football staff. So I know I am, but what about you? Is the strategy. Oh, yeah, we cheated. Yeah, we, yeah, we did all of those things that got us fired. But what about the other people? Let's make up some stuff about them. Or let's try to throw other people under the bus who tried to help him while he was the head coach here. Coaches from other sports tried to help him. And we'll get to that here soon. University. Respondent says your letter contains no denials of your client's actions. Instead, you raise vague and unsupported allegations of other violations by the university and threaten to embarrass the university publicly by revealing those alleged violations. Um, the university denies the allegations. Rick Barnes was... See, this is where Pruitt wanted... Where I was ready to fight Pruitt. You, you want to bring... The good Deacon Rick Barnes into this? I'm, I'm ready to throw some hands for Rick. Among the people whose re- records Lions once preserved are Coach Former, Butch Jones, Willie Martinez, Tommy Thigpen, Carmen Tagano, Rick Barnes, Chancellor Plowman, Larry Pratt. Bobby Mays. <laughs> Boy. Rick Barnes had a response. Coach Fulmer had a response response yesterday. Rick Barnes wants all the smoke. <laughs> Rick Barnes want all the smoke. This is what Rick Barnes said, Chris Lowe. I'm really disappointed that Jeremy would throw people's names around that he knows did nothing but support him the entire time he was here and make these unsubstantiated claims. I would like, I would invite the NCAA to come in any day of the week and investigate our program. I have too much respect for our players, our school, our administration, for everyone to ever think we were not doing things right here and make such ridiculous statements. Here it is. Jeremy is not here because of the decisions he made and the way he led his program. Here's what I know. Our university has done everything it possibly can in working with the NCAA to clean up the mess he left behind and bring this to closure. Coach Former also clapped back. Says Jeremy has no one to blame but himself. He had a great opportunity at a great university, and he simply screwed it up. Clapbacks. I'm sure there will be more clapbacks. Does Jeremy Pruitt know what he 
What he's doing? What he's gotten himself into? He thinks that he has, but Oof. that that's the, the stupid bammer in him coming out. Whew. So this is simply straight up extortion, looks like. And um, since he's like, all right, let's go. Let's let's go. And this is really not a surprise. We kind of anticipated that this was going to get ugly when 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 Pruitt um, planned to bring on legal counsel to represent him and and try to retain some of that money that that was lost. We just kind of forgot about it and didn't talk about it. We didn't forget about it. We didn't talk about it because there was no new information. But here is the new information, and so. The university is is more than prepared uh, to defend itself, and Pruitt was like, "Hey, man, I'm in the NFL, so whatever." There's no way he's coming back to college. Dyson got ten year show calls. Ten years would be lenient, probably for Pruitt, I guess. Um, so Pruitt has looks like no immediate plans to be trying trying to coach in college, but NFL is is kind of where he is going to. Um, Butter his bread because he is willing to throw everybody under the bus who helped him and people that he don't know, people that maybe he don't know if they did anything wrong. He's willing to do that to butter his own bread, to get some bread. And it's amazing what people will do for money. For money. It's, um, you go down. You hire a bammer, and a lot of dudes that was on that staff got their first opportunity. First opportunity to be an on-the-field coach, first opportunity to be a head coach, first opportunity to work in um, football operations. I mean, there's a lot of folks on that staff that, that Pruitt brought in that wouldn't have had an opportunity anywhere else. And you include Pruitt. Because many people felt like he wasn't ready to be a head coach. Many people around Alabama felt like he wasn't ready to be a head coach. And we see why. We see why. Wow. 865-255-03. We'll take our first break of the day. Be right back. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Hi there, Swain Event family. Are you in the market to purchase a home and a bit freaked out with the market right now? As someone who's been in your spot before, I'm familiar with what's going through your brain. And as a realtor, I've mastered the ins and outs of the buying process. When you work with me, you'll benefit from my experience, and together we'll work toward making sound, smart decisions for your future. And of course, talk a little Vol Sports along the way. Just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 
42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three, Irish Networks Hotline. Our number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Super, super important to take advantage of the things that are available right now for you, like HVAC system, tankless water heaters, also generators. Because uh, next year, two thousand twenty two, things going to be uh, these things are going to be very limited, extremely limited. So if you need a replacement, call Hiller today. Don't wait. Until 2022 or later on, uh, you may be out of options. Um, the supply chain demand is serious. We've seen it kind of affect every every part of um, the world there. And we certainly saw that the South Carolina week as Tennessee unveiled the new uniforms. Uh, we had a conversation about why um, Tennessee was unable to get black helmets. Uh, it was because... The supply demand has affected everyone, um, and it seems like every every type of industry. So, 
Make sure you take advantage right now and go get these things handled in your home and not wait until 2022. So Hiller's work is backed by their Happy You'll Be or the service is free guarantee. Learn more at happyhiller.com. Yeah, man, I was getting ready for the Tennessee Prime show, setting everything up. Ready to have on Jerome Carvin, Kay Mays. I get a text message about this article. Like, what? I mean, I'm not surprised, but just caught off guard a little bit. But here we go. Another another distraction for Tennessee administration. And um, it's going to be a fight. And it looks like Prusside wants to make this thing public to try to force Tennessee to settle. But Tennessee seems to have more than enough ammunition to go to battle. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But Deacon Barnes. Deacon Barnes. You know how grimy of a person, how how big of a sleazeball you have to be to – to where you make Rick Barnes choose violence on a Tuesday. When you make the good deacon Rick Barnes choose violence on a Tuesday afternoon in October while he is trying to prepare to lead his national championship Tennessee Volunteers basketball team, you're a sleazeball. You're slimy. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe more details will, will come out that, that support Jeremy Pruitt's claim, but this is clearly a money grab. And Jeremy Pruitt doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. There were red, fla- red flags about his character well before he got fired by Tennessee because of what transpired in recruiting. There were red flags about his behavior for years. He he is an a-hole, quite frankly. So I'm sorry, Jeremy. You don't get the benefit of the doubt. No, not, no, not at all. Not at all. So we'll follow it. We'll present more information as it's available. But Pruitt is trying to drag everybody in the mud. And it's a bold strategy. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very bold. 865-255-03. Pizza Mon 1 says, seems like Saban has sent all his cronies and assistants af- after us these last two weeks. Yeah. Vol fan says, do you think by throwing out Larry Pratt's name that Pruitt's hoping that Pratt will use his power as a big donor to make Tennessee settle? No. No, I mean, this was – it didn't get to this point because Tennessee had any – plans of selling. Like, remember, Pruitt retained legal counsel months ago 
for a reason. And Tennessee knew that this was go- this was coming. Blair Pratt, I'm sure, knew that his name was going to be thrown out there. I'm sure you're not happy about it. But Tennessee's not selling. Look, I- I'll tell you this. If, if Larry Pratt is, is somehow taken down, for lack of a better phrase to use, because of Jeremy Pruitt, and he can no longer help the basketball program and help Tony Vitello's baseball program because of it, I will drive to New York myself and fight Jeremy Pruitt myself. Hey, man, if, listen, if Pruitt wants to open the can of worms, all right, let's open it. Let's, let's, let's talk to... All of your former co-workers, let's talk to Jimbo Fisher, let's talk to Nick Saban, let's talk to your co-worker, Curry Smart. Let's talk to everybody, Pruitt. Let's talk to everybody. Let's do it. He you want, want that? Those problems. You want that? Does, does Pruitt want that? Probably not. Man, you, work, you work for Saban. Saban trusted you for so long. Hey, Saban, how about we subpoena you? How about you? How about you talk on the stand? How about you, Jimbo Fisher? How about you, Kirby Smart? These are all people that that work. No, Coach Pruitt. Let's go. Let's go. Who's on the phone? Cam in Florida. Cam in Florida. Good morning, Cam. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, so obviously, I've seen all the news. You know, the whole Hey, Cam, your, your, phone, your, your phone is uh, doing something weird there. You're breaking in and out. I don't know if you're on Bluetooth or Bats, you know, area. I'm sorry, you're hooked up to the Bluetooth. Can you hear me now? Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I read, read about this lawsuit, and I just think it's funny because this guy, you know, we hired him after Butch Jones. And, you know, he, he wasn't, he acted like he wasn't about the gimmicks and he acted like he was this hard nosed, fine brimstone, no nonsense uh, coach. And, and, you know, tried to be a, a hard butt about everything, but it, but it don't work when you're actually a punk. And this just goes to prove what a little punk he is. He, you know, he's throwing his lollipop in the dirt because he got caught doing something he knew he wasn't supposed to do. And honestly, if we're all going to be honest with ourselves, if he would have won games, none of it probably would have ever came out. And so, you know, he he came here, and it was just an utter and complete failure. And he, you know, hired on these great staffs and all these big staff members, and, um, and, and it turned into nothing. And then while, you know, getting all these good, great names on his coaching staff, he put these nobodies, at coaching positions that they had no clue how to coach. And, uh, it, you know, it was just an utter failure for him. And so, you know, the lawsuit doesn't scare me because he's a punk. And punk shouldn't scare nobody. And so I look at it, he, you know, he, he really gave people a reason to not like him now. And uh, so, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes. What I think they should do, they should go send Mike Eckler to take the bar exam, put him on the defense. Let him, let him question Jeremy Pruitt on the stand. I bet he drops the lawsuit. That's all I got on Moran, guys. Have a good morning. Mark, uh, not Mark, but Mike Eckler coming around that corner like Debo. <laughs> and Pruitt, hear that bicycle. Oh, oh, that's, that's Eckler. I don't want to see those hands again. We need to add that uh, 
that sound to our sound <laughs> sound bar over there. I won't see those hands board. again. That's what Josh here on Twitter says. Uh, looks like my Eckler is going to have to kick Pruitt's butt again. Day Day Vol says I can't wait until he's on the stand. Mr. Pruitt, how and where did you learn to cheat? Because I remember when Pruitt was taking uh, Russ Probst's spot to be on the Alabama staff because Russ Probst has some family issues there at Hoover. And so Pruitt took his spot, and that's how Pruitt got his start. So Pruitt wants to open a can of worms just at Tennessee, but – you didn't start coaching in Tennessee. Do you want the can of worms to be open from when you was at Alabama, from when you was at Georgia, from when you was at Florida State? Is that something in Tennessee you can open? I don't know. But I wonder if Pruitt thought about that because, hey, man, we know, we know what goes on in Alabama, and we know you were there for a very, very long time. We all know it. But do you want to talk about it on the stand? Now, let, let's let's do make one point in the other direction. Play devil's advocate because that's what we do here in the Swain event. We look at things from, from both sides. All right, what you got? And this isn't necessarily a point taking up Pruitt's side, but bringing up an old point that you made several times that I think really rings true now. Can you think of what that point is? Mm-mm. This is why if you're Tennessee – as as much as I I think Tennessee could could go out and and bury Jeremy Pruitt, this is why you settle. No. This, this 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 is why. Too late now. I I, I agree, but uh, but I'm I'm more so giving you props for for making the point that that you did back when all this took took place, and that was that if you're Tennessee, you may just want to swallow your pride and and be good with with settling. And give him a little hush hush money, so nothing else comes out. And and now all of a sudden, our beloved basketball coach is involved in the mix. Mm-hmm. The basketball program's top donor is in the mix. Mm-hmm. Bobby Mays, who is very close to the program mm-hmm. as a former player, now has an AAU program mm-hmm. that is very successful in the southeast and throughout the entire country. You you may have shot yourself in the foot a little bit by by not just going ahead and swallowing your pride and, and settling. We'll see how it plays out, but I'm more so tipping my hat to you right now, I guess, for, for bringing up that point back when all this broke because you, you were pretty adamant that, that Tennessee should, I guess, settle the right word, right thing to do in, yeah, in that yeah, particular yeah. situation just because you didn't want anything else to come to light because of Jeremy Pruitt. And now, whether Tennessee wins or not, I mean people people are gonna raise an eyebrow at Rick. I I, I don't I don't think anybody's gonna take Pruitt's words seriously, but if anybody outside of Knoxville reads it, they're 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 gonna raise their eyebrow because you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna see that report or those comments from Pruitt's camp and then go look at Tennessee's recruiting rankings on, on, on the basketball floor. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to try to make a correlation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I did, I did, I did say that. You know, just, just sometimes it may not even be worth dealing with this. But you believe that you did the right thing, and that Pruitt 
breached his contract. And I'm okay with Tennessee's stance because, quite frankly, I'm tired of people getting paid for sucking, for not doing a job. You're getting paid on the way out. I just don't want to see others on campus get in trouble because of this. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm that, with that, you. I, like, I agree with what you just said, but it's not worth it, in my opinion, if others get caught up in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tennessee had their chance months ago. It's way too late now. You got to roll, roll this thing till the wheels falls off. That's, that's where we are right now. So let's get to, to the phones, man. The phone lines are um, jam-packed. So let's go to line one. And line one is Tim from Atlanta. Tim, good morning. Hey, good morning, Sway. Hey, Tim. Uh, how's it going? Oh man, I'm 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 good. I'm good. Good. Hey, Ben, you want to maybe you want to be careful. Uh, you re- you remember that uh, Pruitt showed up at Mark Rick's house ripping out bushes, <laughs> wanting to fight. So you better be careful. He may show up on your door. Uh, we're gonna call. We're gonna call Mike Eckler. We good. Eckler's our right. bodyguard. <laughs> and there all, we go. all he asked for is hot chili. He don't even want money. Hot chili and Red Bull. That, that's all he. Yeah, that's all he needs, man. We're gonna pay him for his services. Chili and Red Bull. He doesn't even want any money. Perfect. There we go. Hey, um, but you know, I think that Tennessee stance, having had you know over six months to prepare and investigate and all that stuff, I like their stance too because if we think about that, they knew that that letter was coming from his attorney at some point, right? Mm-hmm. And they could have they could have you know started to agree to a settlement if they thought they would have had some kind of issue going it going forward. But at this point they're saying no. So I kind of like where they're at. Yeah. I'm okay with Tennessee fighting. I'm okay with Tennessee fighting saying no. Cause I mean, we, we have paid people way too much for way too long to stink. We're not doing it. Nope. Bring it on. Let's go. Well, and uh, like you said earlier, I don't think Saban wants him talking about his program. I don't think Georgia wants him talking about their program or FSU. So uh, I think he's about to open up a big old can. Good thing we got Eckler. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, and Jimbo's at Texas A&M. So it'd be one thing if like Jimbo was at Florida State. Jimbo's at Texas A&M. About to be at LSU, right? No, nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but you know, you you want to start. Asking questions to everybody that, that work with Pruitt, especially the people that hired Pruitt. And, you know, unfortunately, that includes Mark Rick. Fortunately, it includes Nick Saban. <laughs> uh, but and it also includes Jimbo Fisher. So maybe that's a that's a turn that that this thing can take. I have to talk to my my legal buddies on this one. Hit up Marcos Garza. Yeah, I got to holler at Marcos. Hey, Marcos! <laughs> I saw him at the grocery store on Sunday and um, ran to him and his, and, his, and his couple of his kids, man. It was really cool. I was with mine. So uh, it's funny, man. Things happen for a reason, right? The universe brought Marcos and I together at the grocery <laughs> store at the checkout line because it knew that Prue was trying some slick stuff. 
What's, what's my Eckler's number? Let me call Eckler, man. You think I'm playing? Hey, he follows me on Twitter. I can call. shoot him a message. Yeah, hit, hit Eckler up. Tell him, man. I will. Eckler. Regulators! Well, Round up. I, I, Just Eckler. I, I, I don't know that we need to distract Eckler uh, at, at the moment. His his special teams have had a, a rough go at it the last couple of weeks. I mean, hey, it is what it is, man. He got walk-ons out there. So, he can handle it. He can handle it. He's all right. That's that's just two quick little two, three-piece. That's quick. That's easy right there. It won't take much time for him to get that, to get that in. That wouldn't distract him too much. There's, quick little two-piece, two three-piece. There's been a catastrophic a special teams mistake, like what, since the Missouri game? Because Missouri, it was, it was the, the kickoff return for a touchdown. South Carolina was the fake punt for a touchdown. And this one isn't necessarily Eckler's fault, per se. Not that, that the others were necessarily either. But he definitely gets more of the blame for those than than this one, and that being Valus's muffed punt at the ten yard line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. And, and the reason I say we got walk on, we got like four or five walk ons. I, I I recognize that. The, the only reason I said that it's not his fault or his fault is because at the end of the day, he is the special teams coach. Yeah, and this is this is something that that I brought up and we talked about all season long is. Watch special teams. That's where depth is going to show up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the group I was sitting with pointed out that on one special teams unit, there was five walk-ons walking off the football field at once. And I've never seen that before. All right, let's go back to the phones. We've got Coy and Macon. Coy and Macon, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Y'all doing all right? I'm I'm great, man. I am I am great. I, I can't complain, man. I woke up this morning. I can breathe. I'm good. Good deal, man. Hey, uh. I told my wife last uh, last night that she said she didn't even know she was pregnant. Man, you put a, put a smile on her face. She yes. laughed. And she she's turning into a big Swain fan, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it, man. I got, I, I got you some some cool points, man. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, man. Uh, Tim, the last caller, I think it was Tim, kind of stole my thunder a little bit. You know, that's uh, I was wanting to, you know. Y'all were naming coaches off last segment, and uh, Mark Rick would definitely be one. I feel like would uh, you know maybe jump at the opportunity to you know put to you know put Pruitt to sleep, man. I mean, he uh, the whole showing up at his fight, living here in Georgia, you hear uh, all kind of things that happened, and it doesn't sound like Pruitt made many friends there. But you know, even more so if. If all these other schools get uh, pulled into this, man, I mean, what? If, I mean, what if they started raising money to pay off Pruitt to, you know, make this thing go away? Because you know, like you said, they don't they don't want uh, they don't want their school um, coming up in all these uh, you know scandals and being on the stand as well. So I mean, I mean, kind of joking, but still possibility, man. I just think Pruitt playing with fire, man. I I, I really I really do. And um, yeah, I, I there's been people that have gotten hurt about stuff like this in the past. Um, so I, it's bold, it's bold, and this thing can take some turns. But when I saw this stuff, man, the first thing I thought about was the Alabama donor that passed away because he mysteriously fell, fell down from steps 
years and years and years ago. And um, it's this stuff. This stuff is serious. <laughs> this stuff is life or death. And I, uh, this is this is why you don't get people coming out and and snitching and and throwing people under the bus because folks are serious about their about their college football, and we have seen it happen before, where violence is 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 chose. We've seen it before, so I hope that doesn't happen. I hope it doesn't get to that point because you certainly don't want anybody to get hurt. But we've seen it before, and um, we'll see what happens. Absolutely, man. You know, that's what they say. Stitches get them ditches, so we'll uh, see what happens, man. I, I hope it doesn't lead to that. I really do. I really do. All right, man. Well, y'all have a good day, buddy. All right. You have a good one. I think I have what uh, Coy Macon is having right now. What he had at the uh, before the game, walking around. I think I have what he's having. I need, I need, I need a drink. What time is it? Nine fifty-five. It's nine fifty-five. You've got some new fancy stuff you can drink. Seven fifty-five. It's five o'clock somewhere. Nine fifty-five. I said nine fifty-five. It's it's five o'clock somewhere. All right, who's next? Andy. Andy, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing this morning? Good. How are you doing? Doing all right, my friend. Uh, so a couple of points I was thinking about uh, this uh, litigation. Um, so <laughs> my my court knowledge is, is limited, my friend. Uh, basically, uh, my cousin Vinny and uh, some Judge Judy, you know, growing up. But uh, – I went down this YouTube rabbit hole probably, I'll say, two years ago, maybe three years ago, and uh, I found the I found these uh, these interviews. I don't know what they're called. Um, I can't think of the name of them right now. But it's basically where the attorneys get to sit with the plaintiff and the defendant or whatever, and then it's recorded, and somehow it gets to be released. Um, I discovered it. There's like some old ones, um, with like Eminem and then there's one out there with, um, I saw a bunch of the Barstool stuff, but they got into it with, uh, Rappaport and I saw, I'm looking forward to some of that if it gets out, you know, do you think any of that would come out from this? I mean, the way that Pruitt's side has made these threats. I wouldn't be surprised if, if if things are made public. I mean, they they mentioned folks' names. They mentioned Bobby Mays and Larry Pratt, former, and, and Rick Barnes. I mean, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm actually expecting it. I think I think I just thought of the name of it. I think it's called a deposition. So I think <laughs> I think that's going to be interesting because we get to depose them as well. So, uh, and that's my next point. Uh, before I jump off here, is that um, everyone's? I would I would envision again with my limited legal knowledge is that everyone's going to lawyer up. So now you're going to have I would think the uh, Kirby lawyer in, Nick lawyer in. You're going to have all these Bama and Georgia lawyers all in this stuff. And by this time, by the time this gets getting litigated, I would think it would be years from now, uh, unless somebody you know wisens up. And then, um, 
We may not even have an NCAA basketball, but so who even knows what the rules will be by then? Anyway, that's my two cents. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank you, man. I tell you one thing. I'm sitting back like, oh, oh, okay. You threatened to cripple UT athletics for years. Uh, okay. It's pretty crippled already. <laughs> like, okay. Well, the football program is crippled. The athletics program is not. Correct, but. The deacon ain't did anything wrong. Um, I mean, the the football program. It, it was while you was a coach, man, and Peru's gonna mess around and not have any friends in the coaching circles, like any, any at all. Because if I'm Tennessee, I'm like, hey, let's go talk to all your. Your former employers. Because you learned it from somewhere. And they all going to get mad at Pruitt. But I'm, I'm texting. I sent a text to my lawyer, buddy. Um, I'm going to send, a, send some, some, some. I'm going to send a text out to Marcos here in a little bit, too. My other lawyer, buddy. And uh, we'll get on top of this, man. We can't be having Andy over here talking about stuff he learned from YouTube. <laughs> Andy's like, hey, I got on YouTube. I got y'all. I appreciate you, Andy, but I'm, I think I might have to go to Marcos Garza for this one, too. All right, who's next? Well, it was Quartz and Vol. Quartz and Vol! But Quartz and Vol dropped off. Oh. So, I let's see. I, let's put, see. I put this next person directly on hold, so I didn't get their name. So. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Good morning to new caller that we don't know who it is. Who we got there this morning? <laughs> hey, what's going on, fellas? It's uh, Jonathan from Columbia, Tennessee. How are y'all doing this morning? Hey, Jonathan! We good, man. Good, good. Uh, not really any questions. I guess just some insight from my point of view. But it sounds like uh, sounds like more of a desperation kind of call, trying to pull Reverend Barnes into this. But uh, that's just my personal aspect. Yeah, uh, twelve million dollars on the line, man. People get desperate for for twelve million dollars. I mean, I, hey, I, I do some strange things with twelve million dollars myself, so I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't really say that, but. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's just kind of weird, you know. Uh, there's obviously, like you guys were saying a while ago, there's uh, there's some things that's going to be brought to light that maybe we don't want to hear. But uh, you know, whenever you're just trying to drag everybody down with you, it's not going to spiral the way you kind of want it to. So I think you, you got to be very uh, very scared of what he's asking for here. Trying to extort Tennessee, knowing yeah, that he's I mean, not innocent, but he's like, hey, man, I'm not the only one that's guilty. Give me, give me yeah, some money. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, you're not even innocent, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, dude, you just put a big red banner above your head. Yeah, but what about you, too? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, I, I I just think that, you know, hey, whatever makes you happy, go, go for it. But uh, that just sounds very pathetic to me. But uh, I didn't get to call her this week, but listen to you guys. But, yeah, it was a heck of a game Saturday, and I appreciate all you guys there. And I'll hang up and listen now. Hey, hey thank you, man. Thank you. 865-255-03. So we got a huge, 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 huge announcement to make. We do? Yeah, Ben. I I wanted to surprise you with it. Well, you'll know here in about five seconds. 865-255-03. Hour two coming up.